I'm Jishnu and you are listening to Q for Quarantine. In times when not everything is at its best, when times are scary and most of us don't know what to expect from life anymore, I'm here to help you out with it. Now if you know me, you know that when I'm at my worst, I am the worst. The worst person you've ever met. You know those people who got out and bought entire shelves of hand washers when the COVID-19 breakout started blowing up? If I could talk to one of them, I would destroy their entire existence. Maybe not in real life, but on Twitter, whatever. I would typically go, "What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you?" But people healthier than me would suggest approaching these kinds of situations with the attitude of what happened to you instead of what is wrong with you because we are molded by what happened to us in various degrees shape and form and what happened to all of us is that we were hit by a rapidly spreading virus we have never heard about before and the only remedy that was and is available is to wash your hands and the past 2 weeks everyone had been teaching us how to from public service youtube channels to gordon ramsay wash your hands with water apply soap wipe your hands palm to palm and wash the back right, of the a hands. simple wash of the hands first off quickly wet the hands just lightly and then from there a nice dose of soap from there literally rub into the palm of the hands throughout and my brother who happens to be a navy doctor and it saddens me that i cannot tell you all the amazing work he's doing with covid-19 positive and suspected cases right now hi this is dr saraswat uh, i am practicing in mumbai right now anyone who actually tests positive they need not panic their life is not over the symptoms of coronavirus are those of a normal respiratory tract infection you'll have fever you may have some cough and sore throat which all of us anyway get it maybe twice thrice a year and maximum patients recover so there is not much reason to worry but again if the same virus affects an elderly person or someone who has a weaker immune system small babies then it can be fatal in them but while talking about it he also said one more thing all that i can say is that uh, i feel the panic is a little too much but yes we have to keep good care of ourselves and uh, as you know there have been epidemics in the past for example take the black plague which happened in 14th century it killed 500 million people so the corona epidemic is not even nearly as fatal it is more of a lesson to teach us proper health sanitation taking care of your own hygiene and i'm sure this whole thing will pass very soon is that true are we panicking too much probably but are we wrong to do so when people panic by it's essentially them saying there is this virus that i know nothing about and there is no way i can control it but there is one thing i can control these people want to be ready they're anxious 
and the antidote to anxiety is control there's nothing wrong with stocking up most of us who have the privilege to work and study from home are cooking more using more supplies at home so that is expected but there's a fine line between that and panic buying and this line can be crossed very easily especially when social media plays a huge role in giving us the information we receive the whole thing has been heightened by our use of more even than media but social media that's consumer psychologist kit yaro that this is like we're constantly bombarded with new information some of it true some of it not primarily through social media but it fuels and fans the fire and that is true as i am recording this i see a twitter notification on my phone that says italy coronavirus deaths rise to 3405 topping china and that is indeed anxiety inducing but how do we draw the line between news that is essential and news that causes panic we need to draw a line and the line needs to be appropriate we need to not panic so much that we empty shelves of soaps but also be aware enough to be ready to miss a brunch or skip a party got it but what about the people who fall outside this box of privilege we'll get to that after this break We are on to our second episode and this podcast is now available on Spotify, YouTube or wherever you listen. Last episode we spoke about racially charged assault and its rise during the COVID-19 pandemic. During times like these, many people can be quite vulnerable. Definitely physically, but mentally too. If you are feeling this way, not okay, anxious or in any way sad, or worried you should reach out to sources that are actually trustable i have listed down a bunch of resources down in the description or summary depending on where you're listening you should check it out we are back how do we stop ourselves from becoming selfish in the middle of a crisis I have been practicing social distancing and self-isolation, self-quarantining for um I believe 3 to 4 days now. That's Kaylee, a friend of mine. She's a student at the University of Iowa and she is from Johnson County, Iowa City. And I had gone, I had called a lift. because I don't drive and I wasn't feeling well so I wasn't going to take my bike there and I wasn't going to walk there it was too far to take me to one of the quick care centers in the city uh run by the university too the ride there was great but when I got there it was very interesting to see that on the door anybody with flu like symptoms um or with a cough a um shortness of breath or a fever were not allowed into quick care the quick care center and though it makes a lot of sense it doesn't make much sense at all um i went on the telephone appointment and it was it was great um god bless our 
our medical staff, honestly, God bless everybody, every nurse, every doctor, everybody, because especially now what they're dealing with is just, I can't imagine how overwhelming it is. And the woman I talked to over the And she's right. With rising numbers of suspected cases every single day, will our healthcare systems be able to cope? Will we be able to cope? My feed has been recently filled with people holding toilet papers, pastas and sanitary products. I do get it. This is our coping mechanism. But at what cost? The answer is simple. At the cost of the ones who are the most at risk. Um I'm lucky enough to have um really good insurance. So if I needed to take a test for coronavirus, I would be able to. And an anxiety that I had felt knowing that somebody else with worse symptoms than me wouldn't be able to be seen um in person and had to be diagnosed over the phone or over video which I believe is much more of a guess than a true diagnosis that does make me nervous however what is the most concerning is the way that many people have been dealing with this with the thought of themselves only like the hoarding of toilet paper for example or hand sanitizer or gloves and masks and hand soap the lack of or the loss of thinking through logic instead of thinking through fear is saddening i think of all the people who are homeless who might not make it past this if they get it or i think about the people who have no insurance or not good enough insurance to even get tested or to even see a doctor on top of that covid-19 is poised to become an extinction level event for non-profits cultural institutions have been forced to close their doors organizations working in and around public schools or in senior centers cannot provide services because their clients are not showing up there are jobs that cannot be performed remotely and paid leaves are extremely rare for such workers and it's unfortunate that it has taken a global pandemic to turn an eye to those who deserve their basic human rights who deserve to have a home who deserve to go to the doctor if they're not feeling well who deserve days off from work and it's even more disappointing to know that a global pandemic wasn't isn't even enough isn't even completely enough to give these people these deserving people that unless government funders and non-profit leaders take immediate and decisive action many non-profits around the world may just disappear and that too over the next few months leaving those they serve and employ in disastrous circumstances So currently I've been doing what I can, what I have the privilege to do. I am lucky to have an apartment in Iowa City. I'm lucky that my majors are easily translatable over online. You know, I think about my friends who are seniors who won't get to have a commencement ceremony this year. I think about my friends who have lost their job in the library because they closed the library. I think about the countless of the countless first generations who won't get to walk the stage. I think about how much I back some of these decisions, 
but don't understand why certain decisions were made, such as canceling commencement. It seems too far away. It seems too soon, especially if my own, thankfully, my own international program for the summer hasn't been canceled yet, has just, is just being evaluated each week. My heart is heavy. I am thankful for the people who are in my life who are thinking of others during this pandemic, who are choosing to stay home even though they are healthy, who are thinking of the ones who could be hurt who are giving their workers paid leave. And I'm thankful to be able to be safe, but it's hard staying in one place. It's hard staying in this apartment knowing that so many people are still going to be hurt, going to die, and that there's not much I can do about it, but what I'm doing, which is staying in the apartment and doing doing nothing I don't know about you but this pandemic has been teaching me a lot about myself about other people about opportunity privilege power and lack thereof If we live to see the light of day after covid-19 is eradicated this will be a huge lesson a huge lesson for us with every chapter teaching us what it means to be human I've listed most of the resources that I found online and you can always reach out to me to start a conversation on Twitter. I'm always available at Jishnu Bando that's at J I S H N U underscore B A N D O. I'm also on Instagram at Jishuish J I S H Y O U W I S H. I'm extremely grateful to Kaylee for joining us on this episode. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I am Jishnu and you were listening to Q for Quarantine. This was our second episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast is available on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen. Until next time, Don't forget to be kind to one another. Bye.